For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a thing with the latest Newcastle news, gossip and social stories as they break. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to CHN Radio. I'm your host, Greg Troxell. You can follow me at NUFC underscore Greg and then follow this wonderful podcast on Twitter at CHN underscore radio. Today we are previewing our match against Arsenal. Uh, we are headed to London. Newcastle are, not us. But um, to help me preview this match, because I could not do this alone, we have the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. Yes, 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 yes. Back in action. Feeling a little better. Um, hopefully I don't sound awful. On a scale of 1 to 10, Greg, how do I sound? I think you're sounding pretty close to normal. If 10, we'll say 10 is normal, you're probably an 8 right now. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, if yeah. you want to follow me on Twitter, do that. At Elijah underscore Newsom. Um, because, I don't know. Like I, I said, so that was really anticlimactic, but that's that's the way things go nowadays. Yeah, that's you, sometimes you can really come off in a very just anticlimactic vibe. That's your vibe sometimes, and that's okay. Well, you know, it's a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of vibes, we were vibing on our last podcast midweek. Oh. So make we sure were. you you listen to that. Elijah was more on a three on that scale we just talked about earlier. Dude, I was like a two. <laughs> oh, also, uh, the false nines dropped. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. So oh. yeah, consume those podcasts. The must. Great content there. And then uh, also just consume the, the rest of this one. You're already in this podcast. You've already been listening. Yeah. So why not just keep it going? Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe and unsubscribe and then leave us a five-star review and then download and then delete the download and then re-download it why because that's an extra download oh okay yeah come on come on greg cool yeah Yeah. let's have everyone else waste their data so we can get you know a couple more pennies <laughs> move up the rankings love the pennies i learned a funny stacked stat about pennies though oh if you I said it again, by the way. If, I'm going to play the drinking game myself. If you have a penny and then double your money every day, how long will it take you to become a millionaire? If you don't, that's an exponential function. So yeah, there you go. Big word. That's a that's a yeah. So um, like two months. You're close, but it's actually less than a month. It's 27 days. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I learned about Let's investing talk. the other day, and I'm still confused. So oh, I can help you out with that, too. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Greg. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we'll do an investing podcast yeah. next week. Yeah, oh, and uh, I guess we should warn people we're an athletic club podcast now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huge athletic club fans. Yes. Especially uh, with my doppelganger, Inaki Williams. Yeah, if you want to know what Elijah looks like and you haven't seen him before, which means you probably don't follow him on Twitter, which is a mistake. Yeah. And many other, there's a lot of issues with that. But if you don't know what he looks like, go just Google Inaki Williams and that is what Elijah looks like. Which is wild. That's been an inside joke between you and I for a long time. I think this is the first time we've publicly addressed it like, yeah, together. I think so. Like this is That was literally one of the first things Greg said to me. Yep. It was insane. Wow. I, I And I held off on saying it for so long because I didn't want to be did. like the, oh, black guy looks like a black guy. Yeah, I I mean, it had to be like, it had to be, it wasn't one of the first, it definitely was like at least a year or so ago. Like, well, before that, I think it was before we started the podcast. It was probably in the championship year, for sure. Yeah, it really was, because it was in the Slack, but I feel like no one else mentioned it except for me and you. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Wow, so there you go, a little deep dive. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into things. Uh, (laughs) The first thing we'll talk about is the last time we played Arsenal, which was our very first match of the season. Elijah, do you remember anything from this match? This was the match where Jeshua Williams came on and played central midfielder. <laughs> and everyone was confused. And he had no I idea where he was supposed to be. <laughs> this was like the, like, me and you were so, like, optimistic. We're like, you know, we're going to give Bruce a chance. Like, you know, there's, you know, maybe, like, you know, he's not as bad as everyone says he is. And then, like, that happened. And we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was actually an encouraging first half. We were like dominating them in the first half. And then mm-hmm. in the second half, Arsenal took control. And they eventually got their goal. Um, they won the game one to nothing. And uh, yeah, for, it was just a really encouraging game for Newcastle, though, to, to only lose one nothing to Arsenal. But it was at home. Um, Maitland Niles got the goal. Yeah, Ansley, Ansley, and uh, that's about all I have. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty lame. Oh yeah, we had we had match. nine shots to their eight. Both had two on target. Um, possession, Arsenal had most of it, sixty-two percent. So, yeah, pretty good. Good for them. So. Going into this match, why? What is fuming for you? Why do you hate Arsenal? Well, I hate their fans first and foremost. Yeah, that's if you're unfamiliar with American Arsenal supporters. My yeah. gosh, like in and, and to be fair, like they're bad in England too. Like obviously, there's Arsenal fan TV, which is a controversial bit of a it's a controversial YouTube channel um, to say the least. You know, they got a lot of slack this year. But, I mean, but even the fans that were roasting Arsenal fans TV seemed like the most annoying people in the world. So, I, I don't even know if I can even say that they're annoying, like, like Arsenal fan TV. I, can, I just think all Arsenal fans are annoying. Um, their logo is kind of meh, and their nickname's uninspiring. The Gunners, are you serious? You can come up with anything better? Like, yeah. that's all I've got. And also, they're in London, and London is the most overrated city in England. So... 
Boom. Oh, shots fired. Shots fired. Come at me. I wish someone from London would try to start beefing me. I can tell you, I can give you five reasons right now why Atlanta is better than London. Right now. I can give you no five bias. Reasons. No bias at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm not biased. I just know the city well. One, Chick fil A. There's no Chick fil A in London. Oh. Uh, that's him, that's hit him, huge. Hit them with two. Yeah, okay. Two, strip clubs. We have a lot of them, and they're all really good. I have not been in any of them, but I can confirm that they're all good. Three, me, I'm in Atlanta. That's probably the biggest reason. Okay. But uh, I slid it down to three just to to help people out. Four, oh yeah, there's this little team called Atlanta United, which is better than any team in London, guaranteed. <laughs> and five, Greg used to live here. So those are five reasons why Atlanta is better than London. And if London people want to wow. come at me, they can come at me. I I don't I I have a little problem with your rankings because. Okay. You didn't mention like college football or barbecue or brewery or Martin Luther or, King Jr. Yeah, like there's there's a lot, but yeah, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where I, I was thinking about those, but then I just never said them. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but just add those as well. We had MLK. The only thing London has over us is the tube, because Marta is not great. No the man, they definitely. Sick. Got that? Got us beat with that. They have that beat over America. Like the yeah. tube is better than anything in America. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you, New York City. You're not that cool. No, New York City's trash. Um, Whoa, that's a hotter take. Oh yeah, I'm I'm on that take. I'm on that train. I'm on that take too. Though, I'm on that yeah. tube train. Arsenal, a cancerous football club that have had the same manager for centuries and have never won the Premier League. That obviously well, was an old. Yeah, that was a write in in 2017. Yeah. Um, someone decided to make Arsenal a verb to start off with promise and excellence, but descended to failure. Well, yeah, that's pretty accurate, <laughs> except for this year. But well, well, yeah, I guess it's the opposite this year. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, well, it's hopefully, not. it's just they start off in failure and end in failure. Uh, another one was the first English football team to, ha- to have a lineup of non-English football players. Said, hey. Oh. And use the sentence, hey, Arsenal, why don't you have any English players here? Arsenal, je ne sais pas. Dude, that, <laughs> I, dude they're, they're kind of right. Like, the end of the Wenger era, era where it was like, like, Koscielny and like, Bellerin. It was like all these guys. You were like, where are the English players? Yeah. It's the exact opposite of Burnley and Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, I love Bournemouth and their silly sounding names. Yeah, they have the white guy names, right? Yeah, all yeah. white guy names. <laughs> even though, like, half of their team is not even British. But just all white guys. Yeah. Um, then going to the Premier League table. Oh, take us there. We are in February, just as a reminder. Oh. We are tied on points with Arsenal. <laughs> so they oh. have 31 points. We have 31 points. We have 10. They, are, they have six wins, 13 draws, and six l- losses. And we have eight wins, seven draws, and ten losses. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's take a break. <laughs> let's And let's dive right into uh, injuries and all that fun stuff. And we can get even some Elijah 
stats. Oh, later in this. So we're gonna take a break, and we'll damn it. I gotta take another drink. (laughs) Okay, break's done. Elijah took a long drink. Yeah, he's wasted. Now Absolutely wasted. Let's get into these lineups. Off of my one beer. <laughs> Monday Night Brew. Oh, yeah. Well, little Monday Night Brew. Shout out to Monday Night Brewery. I know that I don't think any of those people are listening, but if you're in Atlanta and you haven't been to Monday Night Brewery, brewery you uh, you need to do it. It's like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Drink their little Dr. Robot if you like sours. Cedric Soares. Oh. He's out. Same oh. with Callum Chambers. Same with Kieran Tierney. Same with Reese Nelson. I, uh, Pablo Mari is an option, though. Oh, um, good, good to know. Saka. Kolasniak. Whatever that name is. Sied Kolasniak. Yeah, I got it. Yes. Uh, they're both doubtful. Uh, but Kolasniak is supposedly like optimistically doubtful. I don't oh, know how else well. to put that. I don't think they have questionable in England. I think it's just doubtful or out. Yeah. Okay. Um, other there, there's rumors that David Luiz, he's not going to start. Mustafa oh no! Takes place. Um, and Pepe probably on the bench for Newcastle. This is our out list: Jetro Williams, Javier Minkio, Jack Colback. <laughs> Paul Dummett, Dwight Gale, Yoshinari Muto, Emil Kraft, Andy Carroll, John Joe Shelby, and the doubtful list is Miguel Almiron, which I would be shocked, and Jolinton. I'd also be shocked. Um, Apparently, according to various sources on the Twitter today, I think the Chronicle wrote this, Jolinton and Muto are available. (laughs) So. The second one is like, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that's better than nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, hasn't he always been available? No, he's been injured this whole time. He actually got injured during the Rochdale game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's been injured. Yeah, uh, that's like that's why we've had to keep playing Joel Linton, who has picked up like well, all these different knocks, is that like literally Muto physically could not participate in training. Well, this says he's out still, so... We'll see who's well, right. Well, I'm just this is this was the chronicle like right before the bed. So uh I mean I don't I don't know. I feel like they could have written theirs earlier in the day and then the chronicle came up with their news later in the day. Yeah. I'm just that's probably what happened because it's happened before. I'm gonna so, trust the chronicle in this instance. Yeah, i I think that's a good idea because, you know I don't know. That was it. They they they're up to date with some of their stuff. I don't know. <laughs> All right, lineups. <laughs> Who you got? Oh, okay. Are we going to see the three new signings start? That's the debate. Yeah, um, I think it, it'd be tough. It, I don't know why you wouldn't. I think um, you've got. I think Bentaleb has played better. Um, Rose. I don't see why you wouldn't start him at left back. Don't see why you wouldn't start Lazaro, especially with. DeAndre Yedlin, excuse me there, DeAndre Yedlin not particularly being the best at crossing the ball. But I think what could be interesting is to see if Newcastle would try this three-in-the-middle formation just as a 
a little tester, you know, see if it works. Um, you could argue it worked, and look, we looked better at times than three in the midfield. I don't know, but we'll see. But I do think that the lineup they'll put out um, can will have the ability to switch from that three in the midfield or three up top formation or the five for one, whatever you want to call it, um, or five, two, two, one. I guess five, or one, three, two, three, four, six, nine. Yeah, this we should just play like a a or or ten one or ten or yeah or nine one. Yeah, sorry. All right, yeah, whatever. Um, so here's my starting eleven. And I think this is going to be a good one. All right. Dubrovka okay. in goal. Uh, Danny Rose at left wing back. Florian Lejeune at left center back. Jamal LaSalle at the central center back position. Fabian Cher or Fabian Cher. I'm not really sure how to say his name, but I'm hearing Fabian Cher more often than not now. So Fabian Cher at the right center back role. Valentino Lazaro or whatever. What did you accidentally call him? Um, Victorino. Like, Victorino Lazaro out at right wing back um, with Isaac Hayden. In the Bill Bentaleb in the middle of the pitch, optionally, I could see Miguel Almiron in there as well. If not there, him out wide with uh, Alan St. Maxman out wide as well with Joel Linton up top or Joel Linton, which still don't know how to say his name. But, um, yeah, that's that's who I got. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. I think anyone would love it. Uh, did you say about- Clark? I didn't say Clark. I said Lejeune and Cher. Mm. What about Fernandez, Lascelles, and Clark? Sure. I mean, I, I don't. I don't really care. I think that's, that's what and, we've been seeing. That's that's the. Yeah, but then we saw Lejeune and Cher together, which we hadn't seen in a long. But that time. was Oxford, right? Yes, it was Oxford, but like we just hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see what we run up. We have depth was, now in our It was weird so. because it was like, yeah, it was the whole thing where, like, there was a time where they were both technically healthy, but it was like when Lejeune had played, like, five matches in a row or something ridiculous, mm-hmm. and then Cher was, like, just getting back to health. So then, like, essentially Cher came in for Lejeune, and yeah. then, like, yeah. once Lejeune got some rest, they both started. So I think, like, Steve Bruce would rather Lejeune and Cher play together, and I think... I think we all would. They're more comfortable on the ball. Um, and we saw a little bit of less, like, just randomly hoofing the ball up the pitch in the auction match, um, which Newcastle really deserved better result than they, they came away with, but it's not the point. The point is Lejeune and Cher are our best two center backs on the ball, and I think if you have the opportunity to start them, you better start them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm with it. Let's let's move on to the match now. Um, okay. It was a pretty open match, or, or sorry, a very open first half against Arsenal at home. I would be shocked if we saw that in London. Uh, but what does Newcastle have to do to win, Elijah? Um, I mean, you sound like broken records. Um, but it's going to be more of the same. Sit back. Relax, absorb some pressure, force them to beat you. Um, right now, Arsenal, as a club, um, I think, yes, the talent is there to... I, I think, you know, the talent is there for them to definitely be able to uh, to um, do a number on us. But, like uh, Greg said in our, uh, our last pod, 
um, after, I guess it was the Tactics Pod, our last last Wednesday's pod, the Tactics Pod, about yeah. people complaining about where we are in the position. Look at Arsenal's last five matches. It's four draws and a win against Bournemouth. So it's, you know, for all this attacking talent that they have, it hasn't really shown out. It hasn't really shown up um, well. They had a 0-0 draw against Burnley, um, away at Burnley, but still not great. Um, and then, of course, the 2-1 win against Bournemouth. But, I mean, everything else, it seems like they've struggled to really get things going offensively, um, especially with Alexander Lacazette, who hasn't really scored. You know, he hasn't scored an away Premier League goal in, like, over a year, which obviously is a home match for them. But it just means, like, not not great times at Arsenal. So I think Newcastle can frustrate them enough and, and force and force them to, you know, break them down and them and for Newcastle to actually be successful in doing this. And maybe Arsenal don't actually score. It, it took them a while to score uh, when we first played them too. So, yeah, yeah, I would, I, I yeah, like we were talking about this before the pod started. It's like we pretty much have the same answer every time for this now. But that is that's the way that this team's going to get results is by bunkering and countering. It's going to be interesting to see if we do have any openness at all. Um, I guess Rafa's whole strategy looking like into matches is he wanted to shorten the game. So he wanted to bunker and get it to that last 30 minutes and then slowly come out and and make it a 30 minute game. That's, that was the whole idea of it. So that's kind of how I'm thinking with this is to get to the 60 minute mark, make your first sub at that point to freshen things up and go for it. Uh, You know, Losing to Arsenal is not going to be the end of the world for us in the position that we're at, so might as well try to get something out of it. Yeah, that. But that's how, that's how it happens. In my my thoughts, um, Arsenal players to look out for. Who you got on that end? Oh man! Oh man! Where do you start here? I mean, on paper, there's a lot of really good pl- players. Um, I mean, Mesut Ozil as well um, is obviously a big one. Remember when we thought Danny Ceballos was going to be a player to look out for? That was, <laughs> that was fun. Um, but realistically, it's a bummying. I think he's been he's been solid all season. Uh, nothing really to complain about from him. He's probably their most dangerous attacking player um, when he's playing. Uh, I think Lacazette's one you don't really have to worry about that much. He's very streaky. But Aubameyang's been pretty consistent. And then I think Ansley Maitland-Niles has had himself a solid season as well. That would be another player to look out for as well. Yeah, mine is probably a player who's going to be coming off the bench. Oh. And that's Nicolas Pepe. Oh, It was yes. You, you like this? Yeah, I do like it. I mean, yeah. I like Nicolas Pepe as much as, like, other top players. Well, I don't even know if you can call them top six. The traditional top six clubs make fun of Arsenal for pulling a trick on, on, on Nicolas Pepe. I think he's be a really good player. Yeah. I think like he did the same thing to us in the first matches. He came off the bench. He was like that that signing. <laughs> you like it, what yeah. I did there? That signing. He was Nicholas that Pepe. signing. And he came off the bench in the second half, and he kind of took over. And all yeah. of our attention went to him, and he clearly had the skill to do a lot of damage in that in that game so i i'm kind of expecting something similar here uh where he's probably not going to start and he'll come in in the second half 
and if we can't contain him, he'll torch us. Uh, so that's yeah. what I'm going to go with. Uh, it's very nice. It's extremely advantageous for us that Callum Chambers isn't playing. Yeah, that's good because that would that would suck. Um, and Mustafi's looking pretty good as a center back, but everybody else has kind of been. I mean, it really right. sucks that David Luiz isn't playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a godsend. That would be I, like I, uh, um, Pablo Zabaleta for West Ham being in. Oh like, yeah, like that would be the same results. Oh man, <laughs> just give me some more of that. Yeah, seriously, um, I can't wait till we play them again. And I hope he starts. I hope he starts. <laughs> just, I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, do, is there anybody else you want to shout out here before we take another break? Um, no, I, I think. Oh, Baron Leno. Leno has been one of the reasons Arsenal's not lost the last like he's the reason that those are draws yeah we'll just leave it at that um yeah he's been doing he great. had an absurd amount of saves against Burnley um to keep that a nil-nil draw and um, Chelsea and Chelsea as well they should have lost that match um so uh yeah Bern Leto shout out to him for being German uh it's gonna be interesting speaking of German goalkeepers like all of the German goalkeepers look pretty damn good going into Euro 2020 so uh should be interesting to see who gets the nod. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into your stats. So let's do that right now. Elijah, the stat guy. Okay. The stat guy. For pre-stats. What What okay. do you have? I'm just so interested. Arsenal have dropped nine points from winning, winning positions in home Premier League games this season. They've only done that... Only in 2001 and in 2002, the, sorry, restart, <laughs> rewind, ro- roll it up, roll, roll it back. All right, here we go. Arsenal have dropped nine points from winning positions in home Premier League games this season. Only in 2001 and 2002 season they that where they dropped 14 points. In the 2004-2005 campaign, um, 11 points. They've Have they lost more at home in a single campaign in the competition? So... They're on pace to potentially break both of those records um, in terms of dropping points. Mm-hmm. Um, which, good for Newcastle, because Newcastle go down early often. So that means that if we go down early, we have a better chance of winning. You didn't think about that, did you? That No, I did. Um, okay. One one for me is, you know, we're still on an unbeaten run. Oh, Since eight January games. 1st. Um, and Arsenal is also unbeaten in 2020. Oh, so the battle of the unbeaten's. Yeah, this is. I mean, we have we lost on the first, but but also like it. You, I wanted to say the battle of the like the, this battle will determine who will stay unbeaten, but it just won't. Like it could just be a draw. And then yeah, and then both teams are just unbeaten, unbeaten still. <laughs> uh, um, Arsenal have won 13 of their last 14 Premier League games against Newcastle. The only loss, do you know when it was? Uh, oh man, it wasn't. Was it last year? No, it was not last year. It w- It's. It was not that long ago. It wasn't. You're right. It was uh, not that long. Ago. Uh, so then, was it the year before our first Premier League? It was. Oh. Uh, are- so I got it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, I guess? yeah, yeah. It was 2018. Okay, uh, the replay. 
of in 2018. Well, the re, well the reverse fixture. I don't know. Um, they we lost at uh well we won. Sorry, we won at St James Park. Um. Oh wait, sorry, that's just wrong. I the stat just t- demonstrated the loss we had. We lost two one at St James Park in April 2018. Oh wait, no no Arsenal won. Arsenal we what? beat Arsenal. All right, restart. We beat Arsenal 2-1 in St. James in 2018. Okay. <laughs> All right, sorry. I just cannot read today. It's, it's a Handle your day. stats. <laughs> sorry. Um, Mikel Arteta, one win, five draws, one loss. is just the second Arsenal manager to win only one of his first seven league games in charge of the club. Wow, and that, I bet he's shaking too because he's coming up against Steve Bruce and the Magpies. Yeah, he's he's shaking in his boots. <laughs> the, the The team he turned down, by the way, people forget. Yeah. He wanted him badly. Twenty five, and maybe I should have re, re I should have read these stats before I did my my players to watch out for. Twenty five of Arsenal strikers Alexander Lacazette's thirty two Premier League goals have been scored in home games, including each of his last eight home matches. So maybe he should be a player we should watch out for. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Another player to watch, watch out for is Jolinton. Oh. Because you know where his only Premier League goal was. Where was it? In North London. Against Tottenham. Yeah. And Newcastle happened to be playing in North London again. Well... Newcastle striker Joel Linton has gone 22 Premier League games and 1,700 <laughs> minutes, essentially, without scoring since that that fateful goal. Good segue there. Good Thanks. one. Yeah. Do you um, have any others? Well. <laughs> you really got Newcastle to have, wait in here. <laughs> Newcastle have lost each of their last seven Premier League away games against Arsenal since the last time they won at Arsenal, which I'll give you a hint, Greg. This player is on the team, but this wasn't a recent away win. So, like, we beat we beat Arsenal 1-0 in 2010, and this player is on the team right now. Uh, is it... What? So the last one is it Arsenal. Andy Carroll? It is Andy Carroll. Yes. I was gonna. My <laughs> next hint was gonna be he's not gonna play this match, but he's <laughs> on the team. Um, that would be so cool if he he could play, and it was just like he, he we'd win one nil because of Andy Carroll again. That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> nothing else is really you know leaping out to me. So I guess we can move on. Yeah, uh, in five thirty eight, they're projecting every match and how the season will go. Uh, they have Newcastle with the second lowest chance of getting points. Oh. Um, only behind Norwich, who's wow. playing Liverpool. Um, and it is a 17% chance to win for Newcastle, 23% chance to draw, and a 60% chance to lose. So they are saying bet high on Arsenal. What so are the odds are? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have those up. But Me neither. I, I can imagine if you bet Newcastle win and it happens, you will get paid. Put a tenner on there. 
put it yeah that i'm sure that would probably do very well <laughs> just put 10 on newcastle to win outright yeah i i'm just checking to see if i can find it real quick uh, oh what if i find it first filibuster filibuster um okay well i'm also looking for it oh, okay um i found it as okay. well i'm sure you also found it I don't understand this, actually. This is very confusing. <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on? There's so much. All right. I don't. I can't read this. Okay. Do you, do you well, have something? No. I, I shut down because you said you had something. So read it, and then I, I can explain. Oh, I, okay. I have one. I have one. So Arsenal's two to five. To oh. So basically, if you put in two bucks, you only get five back. So like not much of a, a wager there. Um, Newcastle seven to one odds. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, wow, I even read it wrong there. Um, you get less than a dollar back if you bet Arsenal to win on a dollar. If you bet a dollar for Newcastle to win, you get seven bucks. Oh, so seven to one odds. So, so I a mean, ten, essentially... a tenner would and Newcastle winning would a ten dollar bet would get you seventy bucks. Well, well, well. Here's the thing. What if you parlay that with what? I don't know. I just that's a word I know from betting. That's <laughs> parlay the... <laughs> is adding on the bet, so that would mean oh, okay. you're taking Newcastle to win and what another bet. Like, listen, to this guy, this Vegas guy over here. So, like, and Newcastle wins and Jolinton scores. You could parlay that, or you could parlay like Newcastle wins and so does Burnley over Southampton. Oh, okay. And if so... that happens, then. You, then you make way more money, like a lot more money. Yeah. Because the odds are way lower. Get well, it? yeah, I get it. I'm we're, just... an, we're an athletic club, sports gambling, whatever, uh, who knows? Beer sommelier. Beer, <laughs> yeah, podcast. That's what we are. Um, Here's my thing, Greg. I just thought about this. Yeah. Do you think, I'm, oh, this is actually a dumb question I would think about. I was just basically saying, do you think people in like other parts of the world like like recognize how crazy it is that you live in Las Vegas? I I don't think I understand. Like I think it's I mean it's like the betting capital of the United States essentially. But like everywhere else gambling's legal, so I feel like they don't they don't really know or care that you live in Las Vegas. I don't but, know, a lot of a lot of people from around the world come visit here. I know that. Yeah. I yeah, I guess. We'll see. Like, I wonder if that person in whatever it's not just country we have, they care. The betting, it's like the clubs, the celebrities doing, and like the performers having their residencies here. Earth, Wind, and Fire has a residency, residency there. Yes, for the month of March. Yeah. I'm hyped. It should be the month of September, but whatever. Uh, predictions. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Christian Natsu will almost score. <laughs> I don't think Christian Natsu is going to play. Oh. But I think we are going to put up a fight against Arsenal. It was a nice break. We're unbeaten. We're feeling it. Arsenal is also doing the same thing. However, I do not see this team getting three points against Arsenal on the road. But I don't think we'll be shut out. I'm going to go Arsenal 2, Newcastle 1. Wow. 
Um, the smart person in me says, no, no, draw. The Elijah part of me says, 1-0, Newcastle win, 94th minute. Or probably, I'd say goal comes later than the 70th minute. Later? 1-0, Newcastle win. Whoa. Yeah. My gosh. Yep. Read it and weep, fellas. I don't know why you would weep. I mean, it was new, good news. So. That would be fantastic news. Yeah, that would read it us, and cry tears of joy. I mean, yeah, that would put us on 34 points, which would be massive. That could, depending on what Southampton and Burnley do, um, that could put us in 10th. Oh. Solidly. Newcastle, back to being a top 10 club. Yeah, so that would be, that'd yeah. be insane. Two seasons in a row. Crazy. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not really. We weren't top 10 last year, right? No, it was the year before. Okay, yeah. Good call. All right. Well, Elijah, do you have anything else, my dear uh, sir? No, actually. I really don't. I'm excited for this. Um, this is a Sunday game, which Sunday. is an interesting one. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention so, that. Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting drinking a beer on the Lord's Day. Actually, I don't even know if I can. I feel like in Georgia they have that law where it's like you can't. You can't drink before noon, or they can't sell alcohol before noon on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you just have to buy on Saturday. Well, here's the thing. I I don't know if it applies. At, does it apply at bars? Um, I don't think so. No. I think it's like you can't just you're buy good. alcohol. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. good at bars. Uh Oh, hey, this, is, this episode's coming out on Valentine's Day. So if you haven't done anything for your missus or mister, and you're listening to this podcast, it's not too late. Like, go ahead Go get some flowers from the, the supermarket. Go get some chocolate. Go make those dinner reservations. Do it. We believe in you. You got this. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, you're going to need it, but good luck. <laughs> well, I right. should not have said that part. That's fine. Okay. Um, that concludes this glorious episode of CHN Radio, our Arsenal preview. I'm your host, Greg Troxell, and with me was the best damn coast in the land, Elijah Newsom. And enjoy this glorious song coming home, Newcastle. Let's get three points and away the lads. Love you guys. The dark at St. James's Park If the Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home And I'm proud to be a Geordie And to live in Geordie land Some people think we're bawdy And we're hard to understand And they say it's just self-pity And we're not so very tough Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it tough as rough I'm coming home, Newcastle, you can keep your London wine I'd walk the streets all day, I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home I 
just the old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names. Like Linda Swan in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gateshead Games. I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale. I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again. I'll brave the darkness in James's Park, in the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home, Newcastle, you can keep your London wine. Walk the streets all day, I'll wait for a bottle of the river tide I'm coming home, Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound of me mother saying, hey, anyhow, wait I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll wait for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again Brave the dog is in James's